Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on May 6th, 2022, with my very special guest, Baker Sucks, also known as Adam. Adam joined me virtually today from his home here in Southern California. I believe he is in Riverside County area. I am very grateful. He actually had a really good camera and audio setup, so this episode looks and sounds fantastic on his end, and he brought some really cool stuff to show. It was really cool to really see into his like creative mind. He brought some plants that like really demonstrated his style, I think, and uh, it's just really cool. I'm not going to give it away, but some really cool plants uh, with some matched with some really cool pots. He's a very talented stager and started with doing succulent arrangements just like a few years back and hearing how that has evolved and how that's changed his life and his perspective was just really beautiful. And he was very uh, open about his background and, you know, some of the things that he faced. And uh, it's nice to have a person of color on the podcast. It's not very often that I get to and um, that's certainly not intentional. So we talked a little bit about that, but uh, in a very, very respectful and uh, uplifting way, I think. And this man's got a beautiful outlook on life. And you can tell he cares a lot about his recently born son, his young son. And um, it was just really cool to talk to him and have him on. And I unfortunately had an interruption in the middle of the episode uh, my Zoom account was passed due. I haven't paid it. So uh, we ran into a time limit. So if there's like kind of an abrupt transition, I'll try to clean it up the best I can. But uh, I hate to sound like a broken record, but this is where it comes in right now. Like I could really use some support if anyone out there has the means and is willing and um, believes in what we're doing here and, and can help in any way to keep this ship um, afloat. That would be so awesome in, in any way. I mean, plants, a donation, uh, whatever you can think of. Uh, it's been tough for me. I've been having trouble keeping up with the uh, monthly bills for the podcast because I have a headliner. I have uh, Adobe and then I have Zoom and a few other little things and stuff like that. So until we get to that point where we have solid sponsors and monetize and you know, this is what I want to do for a living for sure. Uh, I recently got a new job. So and just kind of like at that point, you know, when you first start a job and I know you guys saw me at Coachella, but that was a gift. It was a gift. It was gifted to me. Yeah. I really don't like doing this, but, um, anybody willing to become a member or send a tip, uh, via the description, please just make sure to let me know if you do do that, because I would like to do something in return for sure. And, um, I'm just really looking forward to the future of this podcast, and I've been enjoying myself a lot. Uh, Adam is an awesome guy. You can tell he's really intelligent. He comes from an engineering background, and I look forward to meeting him in person in the future. I hope you guys enjoy. Wait one moment. Sorry. Scroll down to the description of this episode. Check out my sponsors, Mezcala Nursery, located in Long Beach, California. GT Nursery, Green Touch Nursery, located in Bellflower, California. They just had an auction last night. Every Wednesday night, they're doing auctions, usually around 5 p.m. Make sure to go ahead over there and check that out. And, of course, you can click on the links to Real Mushrooms if you're interested in supplementing mushrooms. I really appreciate your guys' time and continued support of this podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Here is Adam. 
We are officially live and direct with Baker Sucks, also known as Adam. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I've been wanting to because I had just we were just talking about it. I had reached out to you a while back, but you were just about to have a baby, and I really respected your response was, "I want to be uh, present with my with my baby right now." You know? Yeah, yeah. So. It was a wild. Uh... It was a wild, wild journey, especially like navigating pandemic baby. You know, pandemic baby, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, they only let me in the in the room with my wife, and it was just all like everything was new from mm-hmm. like the moment we stepped into the hospital to the room to everything. It's like this is crazy. You can't leave the room for any no, reason. You can't, you can't do anything. So we were. Uh, yeah, we we I say we, but my wife had it had it rough. I think her they actually clocked her delivery at like ninety six hours with a face mask on, huh? She delivered yeah. with a, that's some gangster yeah. stuff. So um, yeah, <laughs> ninety six hours. Uh, so it was quite a few days oh her technically in induced labor, and us um, you know wanting to go natural the whole time and ending up still going through the uh cesarean section the c-section procedure so we got all the way there and then it was still like oh he's just not having it um we gotta go we gotta do it the way we have to do it right so it was uh it was pretty wild traumatic that's wild i have such a similar story i'll make it short uh she was dilated for too long and susceptible to infection when you're in labor for too long and the baby is not making headway, then they're like, "Uh oh, the baby's in trouble. We're gonna have to cut him, cut the baby out, right?" Right. And we were blessed that uh, we were able to get him out, but we were almost in that same situation. It's scary. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Um, and you know, having it already be something that's like new like that, and then right, that the first added, kid. Yeah, that added <laughs> layer to everything is just crazy. Um, so yeah, we, we, you know, he was, he was awesome baby, um, came out and, uh, happy as can be and has been since, and it's been an amazing, uh, amazing journey. But yeah, in that time, you know, I, I, I took a break from, you know, plant life and, uh, Good for you. really, really learned about my son, but also learned about like plants and stuff once i went back outside for the first time and after a couple man it must have been a couple months i just I, I just didn't do it um it was a priority shift it was just like a really emotional time and all that and um off yeah. season too right winter was it around winter yeah, yeah. It, was, it was off season um so it was a it was wild for sure dude that's beautiful, man. But isn't it amazing? Because I did the same thing this winter. I got depressed. I didn't check on my plants for at least two months. I went out and everything's like, got, looks great. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I went out there. I'm like, like wait a minute. How like, are you guys okay? I, <laughs> I legit didn't water anything. Uh-huh. I didn't you guys. How are you even alive right now? Yeah. It was it was something to see. I did uh, I did have some casualties, but th- yeah. to me, like that helped that helped me like progress. Mm. In, learning about uh how to take care of them uh even further you yeah. know because i was you know for a while i was kind of like um what's the expression i kiss you like thug life right like oh i'm gonna just put everything out there it survives it survives if it doesn't you know it wasn't meant to be right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like nah, okay let me put a little bit more into it uh because you know this is a it's a 
it's a very interesting hobby, you know, dealing with life, you know, it's not like something, you know, it's something that's not material. Yeah. It's not something that's like a toy. Yeah. Uh, I've always been like a collector of things, mm -hmm. um, whether it was like video games, uh, like uh, vintage, different, different things like that. Um, but it was never anything that was living. Um, yeah. And when it's something that's that's living like that, it, it's uh, it's kind of a different connection, you know. Did that change at all after the baby? Because I know babies change your like outlook on life. How about like your relation to plants after having a child? Did that change at all? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I I, 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 uh, I got the urge to start wanting to grow from seed. You know, mm, <laughs> I oh, never no, had it babies. before. For, yeah, for <laughs> me, it was like. Prior to that, I was like, ah, I want, I want giant specimens that are just ready to go. Uh -huh. I already did all the work and I just want to make them look pretty and just go. But after, uh, after my son and after dealing with, you know, loss of some plants, I, you know, I had the urge to want to, um, grow some stuff from seed. I still haven't fully part even partaked in that. I, I kind of went the other way with it because I'm I'm realistic about my time. Mm. Like, man, I gotta I wanna do this. Um, I know that it can be consuming and you know dealing with some of the issues that arise from seed growing. I know you can start small, but me, I, I just know myself. Go I, big. I yeah, I wouldn't want to go into it kind of half cocked. <laughs> So um, I started like purchasing and uh, hitting people up to have like seedlings. Mm -hmm. They're already like past that, like, um, you know, preemie stage yeah. and you get it and, you know, it's rooted and kind of ready to go. So I did, um, <clears throat> I did buy some seedlings and that's been, that's been going really well. It's, it's realistic for myself to be able to maintain something at that level uh -huh. rather than um, straight seed and then uh, dealing with that and not being able to take care of them or yeah. repot them or keep that up timely um, just just because I know uh, what my day-to-day -day is. So. Do you have those outside or are you doing those inside? I do. I have those outside. Awesome. Um, yeah, I've been trying to, trying to do a little bit more like hard-grown um, because even some of the stuff I've been buying uh, from different sellers, it's been nice to see um, people that are selling plants that are hard grown because mm -hmm. they're already acclimated to neglect. Neglect, <laughs> and I I thrive on neglecting my plants. <laughs> it works great that way. It's awesome, dude. I relate. Yeah. Can we rewind now? So Baker sure. Sucks is yeah. Baker Succulents, right? Did you start with succulents? Where did you start with plants? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did start with uh, succulents. So I started with soft succulents um, like three years ago. Okay. It's hard to – time is weird because of the pandemic. It's I like know. Time, but it was about two or three years ago. My uh, maybe my five, brother yeah, it's five or ten, yeah. <laughs> but my uh, my mother in law was retiring from like 40 plus years as a teacher, mm -hmm. um, and she was always into plants and succulents. Her, she has a her garden, uh, her and my father in law, their garden's insane in their backyard. Mm -hmm. Um, and when she was retiring she bought like two flats of succulents small ones 
that she wanted to put on tables as like party favors. Mm. Um, and I didn't really have too much involvement because my wife is really involved with uh, like party planning and stuff on, on that side. So okay. I didn't have a lot to do for her. So I was like, hey, I'll, um, I'll take those plants and I'll, I'll put them in pots for you. Never having done that before. Arrangements? Uh, yeah, just making like a little arrangement in a little like two inch terracotta pot. I never had done that before, but it was like, this is something I could do, you know, on the weekend and try to help out and mm-hmm. help her for her party. So I, I, I put, I started looking into, you know, how to repot plants and I came across a couple of videos. I think one was like, uh, Laura Eubanks, one of her videos. Mm-hmm. Um, she does big landscape stuff, but also does like repotting. So I, I repotted a bunch um, and threw some some white rock from like Home Depot on top of it and uh, called it a day. And people at the party, people love them. Um, and I had come to really enjoy it. I took home what everybody left behind, basically. Um, so once, once the party was over, people took some home and I took the remaining home and then it was just, that was it from there. Um, and especially after I learned about like propagation and that Mm -hmm. you grow a whole plant from like a leaf of a succulent, Mm -hmm. I saw that happen. It was, it was just game over. I was like, oh, this is, this is it for me. Um, and like I was mentioning before, I, I've always been like a hobbyist. I always liked having hobbies, but for me, I always taper off after uh-huh. like a year. I'm like, oh, I'm bored with this. I'll go, I'll do something else. Right. This, this has been like life altering yeah. hobby as opposed to, oh, this is something to pass the time. Right. So, what about so. art? Um, Cause it sounds like you're artistic. Do you have any art in your history? No, not really. I'm a, I'm in the IT space by trade, uh, you know, software engineer. So that's an art form. That's an art form. Engineering is an art form. Yeah. Honestly, you make a good point. I I see some of the stuff like I've written or other people have written that work with me. And it, some of it's beautiful. (laughs) It's a trip. Like you'll, you know, like you see stuff like, you know, the matrix and stuff and people looking at code, but in, in all reality, um, the simplicity of something so complicated, like we deal a lot, uh, we deal a lot with uh, a lot of data. Yeah. So millions and millions of rows of information. Um, and if you're creative enough, you can come up with one line of code to explain a million rows of data. Mm. Uh, and you know it's it's re- it can be beautiful. I never honestly until you said that right now, I never thought of it as uh, some type of art. But the I reason the sure. reason I say that, are you familiar with Lex Friedman? He's a, yeah. Okay, so Lex Friedman he calls engineering art, you know, and he designs yeah. robots and is just a boy genius. Has a right. very successful podcast. I look up to him a lot. Yeah. Um, he's a little controversial sometimes, but I still like him. And, <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's a cool thing. So you must be very intelligent. I know you're. you're I know you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm smart. But you can be humble, bro. But I, I know you must be very intelligent. Honestly, it's a it's a weird thing because I don't know you. 
you get to a certain point and you, you know, you, you put the work in and stuff and then people start throwing around those words. And I don't know, to me, I just, I, I don't know. I don't proficient, see proficient. Yeah. I just, I just work and, uh, you know, collect a paycheck and go home or I'm already home, but yeah. So I, I do work from home. Um, you know, we're kind of bouncing around, but blessing. That's a blessing. Uh, yeah. It's, it's nice. I, I go into the office like once a week and, um, it's a good it's a good gig especially now with the baby yeah. and everything it's just it's a blessing for sure those first few years are really special for sure yeah yeah the progression is insane i yeah, mean man. I, can, <laughs> like I can hear him. i can hear him it's okay i've had fireworks <laughs> i've had fireworks i've had dogs barking i've had babies oh, crying i've had it all i don't mind And your sound is fantastic. So I've looked at some of your plants arrangements, uh, modern day now today, and they're gorgeous. You've obviously uh, like honed your craft on that. Um, And now you also have obviously gone into uh, cactus as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I think that same time when uh, after my uh, mother-in-law's party and I started looking into succulents, buying my first succulents myself, um cactus was right there Mm -hmm. because she had bought a couple cactuses too and they were you know they're intimidating at first Mm -hmm. you know it was a little intimidating because you don't want to get pricked by one um she just had a couple like uh and uh echinopsis that just had like gnarly spines Mm -hmm. i didn't even know how to take the dang thing out of the pot (laughs) it's just like oh my gosh this thing's gonna kill me um, but slowly I started seeing that, that toughness of them. And that's what really sparked my interest. Um, it's a, it's an interesting thing, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't really get into, you know, all the, uh, I don't know, some of the like racy stuff, but, uh, my first like nursery that I went to was just down the street from my house. I live in, uh, the borderline of Corona Riverside. Okay. Um, and there's just a there's a lady down the street that sells succulents and a few cacti and stuff, and you know she did not see me coming. I, I, I honestly thought she <laughs> was, she a, white was lady? she a white lady. Yeah, so I think she <laughs> thought I was there to do God only knows what, but she looked she's all she was she's scared. All. <laughs> I don't know what she thought. I don't want to put anything in anybody's mind, you know. Well, but I'm mixed. I, get I get it. I'm mixed. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was it's been pretty interesting because people see all these plants at my house and they're like oh your wife's like I'm like oh, no it's me dude. they're like what it's like what is going on you know, you're there? the first african-american guest i've had and it's not really? by oh, intention there's not a lot yeah. of black people in the plant community i don't think no there's right? not yeah i mean I, I i know a handful just you know just by you know stroke of luck and stuff but there really is a it's a small uh amount of african-americans in the community and to me like i don't think plants <laughs> have a bias or no. anything like that for sure they it's like all political you, race yeah, gender dude, whatever if line. you step in it you step in it and it, it, it is still something like yet to be explained i can't explain the the true like what what really gets down to the deep nature of why some people become like addicted to to plants but it definitely does not discriminate at all i think it's a caretaker quality uh, like we want to care like we're we're lovers of nature we care about nature for sure i yeah. see that in most people but uh, back to what you were just saying do you know who hilton carter is 
No. He's like the most famous black planter. He has a he has a, a whole area in Target now. He's in magazines. He does oh, designs. Really? I'm trying to get him. But he has like a million followers. So oh, wow. he, he doesn't even look at my messages. But <laughs> I'm trying to get that dude for the life of me, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. You know, it doesn't go unnoticed for sure. And I... I am, uh, you know, if you're going to meet somebody comfortable with their skin, it's, it's going to be me. Like, uh, I'll shoot the shit all day. Where'd I you lo- grow up at? Uh, I grew up in Upland. Okay. Uh, so, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I, it was funny. I was listening. I forget who it was. But I think <laughs> I it was. Some time out there, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I try not I to. It, yeah. It's like, we, you know, I grew up fairly poor, you mm-hmm. know, and it's one thing to be poor. It's another thing to be poor around wealthy people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's poor in a white difficult. town. Yeah, it's very, it's a different, uh, it's a different way of life. Cause you know, a lot of, you know, quote unquote, poor people, they tend to grow, grow up around each other mm-hmm. or in the same neighborhood. Upland's a little different because there's you know, it's 95% rich mm-hmm. and then like 5%, Oh, you're, you're kind of struggling. Right. Yeah. And to sit in that, in that five is, uh, it was, I think it just, you know, you just get tough. You get, yeah. you get the full spectrum of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I had growing up there. I, I, I loved it. Um, you find, you know, you find interesting, cool friends, things that you wouldn't have been into otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I was big on skating. I was a big skateboarder cool. growing up, uh, skated for uh Jared's board shop for a little bit. And, uh, wow. Are you familiar with Justin Reynolds? Yeah. That's yeah. my, he's my brother. He's my half brother. <laughs> we have the same, we're the same mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh, like man. Danny Montoya, Chad, Tim, Tim, all those guys, I grew up skating with them. Oh, all right. Yeah. Dang. I'm surprised we haven't really crossed paths, but, um, yeah, I mean, my, my time was short lived. I, I broke my arm and then I skated with the broken arm and I rebroke it. And then I stopped skating. Yeah. My skating. brother broke his femur and that stopped oh. his career. He was on that oh. show. You got to see this. Remember you got to yeah. see this. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. had it on footage. He, he broke his wow. femur. Oh, that's a bad one, dude. Yeah. It's a career yeah. under for sure. For sure. That's so cool. So many alignments, man. Yeah, it's crazy how it's, you know, you know, it's so big out there, but it's also so it's really small and mm-hmm. you, can, you can always find a, a line to people. It's a trip. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, um, so, go ahead. So with the plants uh, in, the, in the last three years, how has that evolved from that starting that was first arrangement? And like, what is it? How is how has it evolved into what it is now? Yeah, for me, uh, like staging really caught my eye. Um, I don't, you know, again, I, I don't have an explanation for why necessarily I, I took to it, but I, I really liked, um, staging plants. Uh, and that's, that's, you know, from, from the point of going into soft succulents and then switching over to, you know, like really hardcore, like cacti and all this other stuff. Um, it, it didn't take very long for me to get there. And I think, a lot of it for me came from like uh, the neglect piece of it. Like mm-hmm. what was the next stage of thing that can handle neglect better than the last? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause soft succulents handle it. Okay. You know, yeah. definitely better than like tropical plants and stuff. But um, then it's like the cacti are like, Oh man, these guys, some of these guys can go freaking a year without a drop of water. Right. Like, that. Yeah. Um, So getting into that and then like, 
reading, looking at books and stuff and seeing how these plants look in habitat and trying to like, you know, make my own flavor of just what felt like artistic and creative to me, Mm -hmm. especially getting influence from the plant community on Instagram, et cetera, that just kind of like, that kind of set it off for me. I, I just, I really enjoy that aspect of, uh, you know, a nice rock with some nice top dressing and, you know, a pot, whether it's terracotta or, or not, I yeah. really enjoy um, that, that look. It, it, it really sparked my interest and you, kept me you kind of You don't have to answer this question, but was there anyone in the community that you particularly looked up to or modeled after? Uh, originally, um, one of the first accounts that I saw, which is crazy, was like Leo's Pottery. Okay. Um, and that guy, man, oh, even to this day, he's like insane. His, his pottery, the way that he stages and builds plants for or pots for plants, vice versa, that struck me right out the gate. Like the stuff didn't even look like it came from Earth. Uh-huh. Like a lot of these plants, you know, and I, I mean, I guess a lot of people could say this, but, you know, you haven't even seen them before. Even seeing them online or in person at a show or something, it's like, where was this <laughs> my whole right, life? I've yeah. never seen these things. So, um, yeah, Leo was big. He's that and eccentric the, guy that wears the glasses, kind of like dresses yeah, artistic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's and see, Yeah, I, I've never, I never seen him. Like, I just like I saw him on my feed. Like, even before I had a plant page, mm-hmm. uh, some of his stuff was popping up and kind of. Uh, sparking my interest uh keto i know you had him oh, on yeah. your keto is a big influence on big me guy. for sure we yeah, got that filipino sh- uh, blood <laughs> for sure i have a couple of his spots too and it's just like it's an honor but his stuff is his stuff is nice really his how he stages like his vessels are like specific for that pot i almost mm-hmm. think like he builds the pot around the root ball or something yeah it's well he, and he, he he treats succulents as bonsai because he has <laughs> a lot of bonsai courses right, so right. he like treats it like that i think his hashtag is hashtag hashtag succulent bonsai and yeah he's he's such an interesting guy man and he, you know what sure. i had a, a shelf fall and every pot broke except for key toy spots. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they're heavy, dude. I'm like, this is a legit <laughs> weapon I'm holding right here for sure. So, yeah. Um, and definitely just like people doing the same things that I was and, and kind of coming out around the same, you know, like Ed's uh, like one of my best friends in the plant community. My planted life. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, my planted life. That guy is Shout uh, out to awesome. Ed. Shout out to Ed. Charlie sucks. These guys, dude, like they, you know, they'll put out something even now. And I'm just like, so inspired by some of the the work that they do. And, you know, not just those guys, a lot of people, but it it makes you want to go out and get in your garden and Mm -hmm. and mess around and try something new. It's just like, it's awesome. No, absolutely. Yeah. Charlie has been really like growing his collection lately and staging and his spot is just incredible. He's, he's coming on. I I had to really talk him into it and I'm working, I'm I'm working on Ed too. They're both similar in that way. Where they yeah, like, don't sure. want to be on the camera. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm me like, that. I'm laughing and smiling now, but this is like, you know, it, I don't know. I, I guess like when I open up to someone, it makes it a lot easier. But in in the wild, I am 
crazy. I'm just, I'm like the shyest person ever. I, especially when it comes to like initial forming a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. I hate small talk. I, it's, it's my lady laughs all the time. She's like, I don't see how you're so conversational <laughs> on the podcast, but uh, in front of the public, you don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm the exact same way. I'm so awkward. I'm so freaking <laughs> blanky and all this other stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. But yeah, I brought some stuff too. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's see some stuff and then let's try to jam through some of these comments. I got yeah, for, for sure. So like uh, this, I don't know why, but this, so I got this pot for like five bucks at a show. One of the um, L.A. Cactus Society show mm-hmm. they had in uh, Van Nuys. But I got this pot um, oh, for like beautiful. five bucks from a lady that just had a bunch on her table. That's so cool. Um, and I staged this astrophytum Mario stigma in it and a nice little, uh, rock here. And I was like, I just love this setup mainly cause like the astro in here actually looks like a starfish to me. Yeah, and you've got like a rounded of, plant, but the square pot. Right. Right. And I really love, I really like square pots. I know like historically potters just like hate making squares and mm-hmm. stuff, but um when they when i can come across one i'm just like i love it uh and yeah like you said the the contrast and the type of shape just i'm grateful you have such a great camera this is gonna be a good episode (laughs) i can feel i'm telling you this is gonna be a good episode i know and so my background's like my brown office whatever dude your camera's good (laughs) and your sound and then i brought this was one of my first like uh like rare I, the, that I thought at the time was a rare plant, but this uh, uh, Euphorbia obesa cluster, um, I got this like three years ago. So this was pretty early after I started barely collecting mm-hmm. and I started seeing weird stuff like this. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. But it started off uh, about that size with uh, a lot less heads. So it's grown quite a bit. And I really dug this pot. It's a Korean potter. Nice. Uh, not sure the actual name, but it's it's pretty old. Um, but yeah, this that, that grows pretty quick, right? Like Obesis yeah. are known for growing pretty quick. Yeah, um, this cluster in particular, for some reason, just it, it's taken a while. There's so much, so many like heads, yeah, I guess, I think, to send energy yeah. to. Yeah, I just think it's it's an energy thing too. And then I brought this um, stenocactus awesome. here. Thompson um, Clay Works. Yeah, Thompson Clayworks, my man Larry. I freaking love that guy. He's one of my favorite people. He's coming on uh, too. Oh, uh, that's awesome. But yeah, this is one of his vessels there. And I really like this um, this Stino cactus just because of the way that it pupped. And those are actually pups. They're not um, like individual babies or anything. Those, those are actual um, pups on there. And they've kind of grown with the plant. And just kind of doing their own thing in there. And I just thought this is like one of the raddest things ever. Uh, I think I got this like a year or two ago. Uh, and it's been it's been doing like really, really well. Again just, with the contrast, dude. Because you got the gnarly spiky guy with the pristine smooth pot. Right. And I, I like just that. dug that, that, that setup there. I thought that was really cool. A um, couple, just quick, a couple others. There's another uh, Astrophytum. Uh, Miro Stigla and Nudum. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a unique little Johnny Clayworks, one of my favorite potters' pots. Um, and this one, I you know, I brought this one on because this to me was kind of special. I actually got this from uh, Pablo La. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and um, 
Is that it Pablo PD Potts? Is that the same person? No. no um, person. Gosh, I'm blanking on his name. He's going to hate me. But yeah, he. Uh, the reason why I, I picked this one out is it's nothing like, you know, it's not that special or anything. But this is one I brought back from like the brink of death, like after my son was born, covered in mealy bugs. Um, it was tiny. It was struggling. And um, the reason why uh, I like this one so much is that I was able to revive it so well. And it's it's kind of thriving. It's That's just, the best feeling ever, for sure. Man, man, it is. Yeah. Dude, geez. That and propagating, for sure. Our yeah. does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> so this one here, uh, quickly, is a uh, gymnocalisium. Um, this is... Spigazzini. Um, and this is one of my favorites as well. I love this pot. This is another uh, Johnny Clayworks. Gorgeous. Probably my, probably my favorite pot from him. And one of my favorite plants, just the uh, the spines on this guy are insane. Mm. They're super gnarly. And I just, I love how they cross and when it flowers. It, Jim <laughs> knows they have beautiful flowers. Yeah, it's insane. Is that hand built or will will uh, a wheel pot do you know yeah i believe he does wheel okay. he does wheel them um so yeah and then this is when i recently got i recently really started getting into um uh luchenbergias mm-hmm. um and this was a really cool special one because it's a cross with the uh, bergia and a pharaoh i was gonna say i saw some pharaoh in it yeah yeah it's a pharaoh bergia and it just happens to be uh variegated as well wow so it's a variegated pharaoh bergia I hope I get some, uh, this is one like, you know, if I were to be seed growing, I, I would just start with something like this and just go cool. just fuck wild and go crazy. I apologize if I'm wrong, but is that a cross species hybrid? Or, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, feral cactus and then the Luchenberia uh, cool. principalis. So it's it's a pretty unique uh, setup I there. I figured that out. I know. It's, it's wild, dude. People do some crazy stuff. Cool. You want to get into some of these comments? Sure. Let's do it. There's a gang of them. I was like complaining because there was only a few. And then all of a sudden, bam. <laughs> all right, we got euphorbia, euphoria. Jesse said mammalaria or astrophytum. Also, he misses seeing you around, but is happy for you and your family. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Jesse in a while. I think we've just been missing each other because I've been going to stuff, but, you know. The kid chain makes and, the timetable kind of funky. Yeah, right? there's only <laughs> a few things I can go to now. Um so I still, I didn't even bring any malarias, but that was one of my first love in the in the cacti world, especially the way they're clustered, mm-hmm. how readily available they are, how they flower. The crowns. On the crowns. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but, dude, astrophytum has just taken over my my whole existence. Oh, that's your choice? That's your answer? Yeah. Astra? Yeah. Okay. And actually, um, for, you know, every new plant I buy is almost an astro. So it's, it's gotten pretty wild out there. Uh, I, I think the, the thing that does it for me is legit is just squeezing them <laughs> because it's a, it's an insane indicator for how they're doing. It's a really good indicator. If it's, if it's soft, you, you probably have something going on. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's not for sure, but um, I don't know. There's just something about being able to squeeze them mm-hmm know that they're hard and healthy and happy and full of life is just uh that's it for me they're hardy too yeah for sure we got cactus dan man he said what triggered (laughs) you falling down the rabbit hole of plants 
We did. T- we did cover it, but we want to give him a quick answer. Yeah, dude, it was, you know, it was just helping my mother-in-law out. And then, you know, it literally was a rabbit hole once you started just even just taking a peek. You type in succulents on YouTube and you're, you're done. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see what else we got here. Okay, this is a good one from Cactus Dan, man. What are some of the best plant nurseries that you have been to or like to go to? Oh, that is a good one, man. So, you know, because of the pandemic and how everything happened, um, a lot of my experience has been online. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do get out, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> you almost mentioned them. I love GT nursery. That was one of my sponsor of the show. Yeah. Not, not to, uh, knock on anything else, but I just, you know, Oscar, the way that he does his thing, the plants that he has there, he's all about it. Awesome. Yeah. He's about it. uh, Yeah. Mescala too. Uh, at the same time, great nursery, great family. Um, and just an awesome place, awesome environment to Mm -hmm. to buy, to meet up with people, to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to pick the favorites, it would be those two right now. And, you know, not that I haven't been to some other awesome, amazing nurseries, but it's people on top of plants and that coming together. The to people be- that are running it too. Yeah. Exactly, that's important. Exactly. But I know yeah. like, I know Gnosis Nursery's got a big, great reputation. Garibaldi's yeah. a great guy. Exactly. I'm not familiar with a lot of them, so I can't really speak on them. <clears throat> yeah. Cacti Farmer. She, correct? Cacti Farmer. Yeah, she said, she. what's your favorite plant in your collection and why? Yeah, so definitely, uh, I showed a couple. So the the uh, steno cactus and the general calicia, mm-hmm. those are two of my favorites just because of everything about them, the the way that they came together. Even like the rock on on this guy here, um, I got from. Ooh, could uh, you show it a little bit? Could you show yeah, the rock? It's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a nice rock. Nice. Um, I got that from Ed from My Planet Life. I got the top dressing from Mascala. So it's like a culmination of like all these people in, in one plant that it, it's really cool. That's what makes it special. All the hands that the plant passes through the dressing, <laughs> yeah. the pot. And, right. And yeah, everyone, My Planted Life offers top dressing at Mescala Nursery for those that don't know. <clears throat> GT Nursery. Oscar said, what's the first cactus you got? Which was the one was it again? Oh yeah, cactus wise, uh gee. I got an echinopsis that was um crested mm. in a Home Depot pot. That was one of the ones from my mother-in-law's uh uh retirement party. And that was the first cactus I ever got. Nice. I still have it, as we, you know, as most people, a lot of people know, uh crested cactus grow slower. Right. Uh, started off about this big and it's about that big in uh three years <laughs> it's just patience that's for sure yeah for sure um, luckily mine was an apuntia a monocantha very got uh, a joseph's coat so it's gigantic now i still have yeah, it sure. it's still grow so fast. <laughs> yeah. right. let's see uh all right let's see let's see let's see i'm gonna have to skip some of you guys i'm so sorry mama suck said besides ed who is your c- cactus community man crush Oh man, that's hard. Mine's uh, the Cactus Jones and Big Cactus Rescue. Okay. Jeez. Mine, okay. One is definitely Charlie mm. and uh, Charlie Sucks. And the other one is 
Probably uh, Rome Cactus. Is it is it Charlie's '80s style with the stash and the glasses <laughs> and the hair that does it for you? That's definitely part of it. it does for it for sure. me too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And his yeah. love for Disney. Yeah, that and Rome, uh, Roman, that guy, man, he's just authentic to beautiful human being. Yeah, I just, yeah, I I love that guy. Yeah, man. Uh, I actually just wrote him a a message yesterday just to tell him like how awesome he is. Let's see. Um, (laughs) Mama sucks. Uh, Christine, she wants to know about the milfs in the cactus community. Oh no! Why? (laughs) (laughs) How? First of all, how many women are in the cactus community, and how many of them are moms? that yeah. we would like to F. We're not going to answer that question, Christine. No. But thank you for the fun of, question. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> thank you for that question. Shout Christine. out to all the MILFs in the plant community. <laughs> F. Delgado, he said, Baker is an amazing person, and I am so glad to have met him. He makes this plant fam better. That's Dude, nice. I love that guy. Dude, I'm so sorry about that. So embarrassing. No worries, man. But, oh, um, a- what were we saying? What were we talking about before that? What were we saying? I don't remember. Uh, I think you were going over uh, F or uh, Felipe's. Oh, the comments. Uh, the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just saying he's a good guy. Yeah, he I like that. He, he always writes me some very kind messages. Let's see, Felipe, right? Yeah. All right. Nenas Lenas, she said, "If you could pick up and move your home and plant anywhere to have more, where would it be?" Oh, that is a great question. Jeez. So your plants have to be able to survive there. Yeah, that's true. Probably Mexico. I mean, most of my plants are from Mexico. You got to like go. You got to go. <laughs> I like that. Good answer. All right, let's see. Kim Claudia Esparza. Sorry if I Esparza. She, said, she just said water treatments. So, um, And then she said fertilizer. So perhaps yeah. she's looking for recommendations. Oh, okay. Um well, let's see. So I only recently started uh, mixing in fertilizer with my water treatment. Um, same thing with actually use a systemic too, uh, mainly because, like I said, when once uh, when the baby was born, I took some some L's, and uh, I don't want to take any more L's. What's it I, called, dude? Because I need to do it. I have uh, I have aphids and mealies right now. Oh, okay. So I'm using that the tree and shrub. Um, tree and shrub. Okay. For our systemic, mm-hmm. uh, that one, the reason why I'm using it is just because it's so available mm-hmm. and it works pretty dang good. Um, and then on fertilizer, I'm just using uh, the Miracle Grow one for now. Okay. Uh, I started with that one. I got a recommendation for another one, um, but I'm still looking at I haven't used it yet, so I can't speak to it. Um, but yeah, the Miracle Grow one, a lot of people use it. A lot of people cut it. So they do like half of the recommended mm-hmm. dose. Side, just so you don't get like splitting or your plant doesn't grow too fast. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I recently started doing both and both are safe to use together mixed with, you know, your water. And if you want to treat your water with a little bit of vinegar. OK. I think it's like a te- teaspoon per, per gallon. gallon. Yeah. yeah. I said lowers um, this. It's acidic. So it lowers the pH. Yeah, lowers the pH, so you start to get a little bit closer to like you know rainwater, and they 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 love that stuff. So I've been I've been churning that together, and it's been working really good, dude. I think I've done it for the systemic I've been using for months now, and honestly, I haven't seen 
a single melee bug. It's been it's been really good. That's great. Uh, it's it's not the most helpful thing for the um, pollinators. Bugs that, the pollinators that are feeding off of them. So just be aware of that if you know people out there are using it. But it does um, a lot of them. You know, work work quite well if you know you're you're good about it. Um, and I just recently actually bought a uh, a tank with a pump on it. It's just a 15 gallon. Mm-hmm. It's like its main purpose would be to like spray like pesticides and uh-huh. stuff for like people working in a big gar- uh, field. But it works great uh, in my little area. I just, you know, it's 15 gallons. So it lasts quite a while and I can mix everything in and water my plants. Oh, so. for watering, you're using it. I see. Yeah, I'm okay. using it for watering. So it, it's awesome to, um, it, it speeds up the process quite a bit. Um, because and it doesn't like knock out your top dressing, huh? No, no. So you can set the hose like really like sparse and it, it'll do a good job of keeping everything together. But at the same time, it waters pretty heavily so that uh, you're getting that full soak of the plant. So it's, yeah. it's pretty nice. So I have yeah. a small one that I use for, for like indoor plants. That's like more of like a mister. And then I have a big one that I have that I use for very diluted neem oil because I'm scared to put systemic in my trichocereus or in my lophophora, any plant that could potentially be consumed. I don't plan to, but it's oh, just yeah. to me, I wouldn't put it for on a sure. cannabis plant either. Right, but like right. the rest of the ornamentals, I'm totally yeah. down to try the systemic for sure. So yeah. I got to do that, man. Yeah, it, it works well. And that was something I wasn't doing. I was just going straight hose tap water which is fine you know like but if you don't have the time to treat with you know different natural things like neem oil and alcohol and then you have to work in several treatments it start if you don't have the time it it, um it does become a a issue those missed those one the pump that you're talking about that was great with my neem but i use half a teaspoon when it says to use two teaspoons because it burns stuff yeah for sure you got to go light and then you got to know you know if it's going to be too hot you don't want that stuff sitting on your on your uh, right yeah it leaves like an oily uh paste yeah sure you know what it does work well on though even in heavy concentrations is plumerias and trees because i have plumerias oh, wow. and they can handle it i'll put yeah. i'll put a, a bunch of neem oil to spray it on oh there. for sure <laughs> yeah, just take it. Like, oh, you can burn the trunk all you want Let's see. <laughs> all right uh my planted life he said how can one become an astro king like yourself <laughs> and something else that guy man he's a trip he's he's one of my uh, he's uh he's my buddy man he likes We're gaming too you guys you guys yeah. have that in common right gaming. oh yeah for sure uh he's a big gamer probably more than me you know but um yeah he's a cool guy so yeah i mean we both we were both really into astros he's he's probably what really got me into them um and it just it just blew up from there i, I get it it's you know not everybody has their thing and i i've certainly gone like this up and down on different stuff mm-hmm. it just happens you know, over time you, you get into things you get out of them and keep going back and forth but the plants they 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 stick around cuz they need yeah. they need us right for sure <laughs> so you got some eggs you got some new ones i was on my last one but there's like two three new ones so clarky's garden said what's your favorite type of astrophytum oh it's funny cuz uh i like i just like the straight up basic boy Muriel stigma 
um, with the freckles on it. I just think, you know, there's so many cultivars that have come from that and yeah. things that have been from that just basic cactus. And it's easy to get. It's easy to care for. It flowers beautifully. And it's like at the heart and soul of basically all the other astrophytums around it. It's it's the it's one of just the, that base family. I Can you ID on. this for me? I have one right here. <clears throat> so I don't know if you saw, but the day I was leaving for Coachella, this thing <laughs> had like six blooms coming in all directions, and it was going to be such a bo- gorgeous bloom, but I missed it. Oh, it's pretty. What, is it? what type of? It's a, is it a myrostigma? Yeah, that to me that looks that's an astrophytum, myrostigma, and that's the newtum variety. So okay. yeah, so that one's the one that doesn't really get any freckling or anything. It's gonna stay green. It, the stress color it's is rock insane. hard too. It's like oh yeah, see that? Ah, I love it. Um, but yeah, the stress when if you let that sucker get stressed, they get like a purple hue on them. Oh, cool really pretty so it must have had six beautiful blooms i was like yeah oh my god (laughs) all at once too like yeah exactly yeah and they pollinate really well so yeah i got that at the uh at the last year's show um the uh at the arboretum from okay from um not la succulents but um what's that big retailer uh they're Asian of Asian descent. Um, they have an eBay store. They were there vending. Shoot, Ooh. what's their name? Oh man, I feel bad. They're they're really cool. I I really like their page and plants they offer. Ah, oh, dang it, Planta Seca. Oh, Planta Seca. Oh yeah, they're awesome. I've ordered so much stuff from them. There's their stuff is is beautiful. Some yeah. rare stuff over they've got. Yeah, there. they they do not mess around. And they're, Oasis they're Gardens my, like, too. Shout out to Oasis oh, Gardens. Wow. Yeah, Victor's like one of my heroes. He lives pretty close to me, so I'm I'm uh, blessed in that way too. He's like a 15, 20 minute I haven't drive been yet, man. I want to go. Dude, yeah, you gotta go, Victor. Shout out to Victor, man. That guy's. Awesome. When he right. told me his intentions too, I, I was like, How, "What got you started with this?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I I know Dow and I know Mimi, and I I saw that there, there there's nothing else like no there's nobody like them out where you guys are." Yeah, so he really true. wanted to be able to offer those more rare and exotic plants. Right, and right. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, once I um, succulent cacti lady uh, May put me on to him. She introduced me to him. And, you know, ever since I, I go to his house at night sometimes because <laughs> he gets out so late. I'm like, dude, I'm coming over. Yeah, he like works for AAA or something, right? He's got a day job. Yeah, he, he works for the uh, the fuel industry. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's a he's a great guy. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Freeze-O-Matic, when are we going prospecting again? Uh, <laughs> dude, he was I was just talking to him the other day. He has a, like a, this gnarly spot like right there behind his behind his house out there. And uh, I am down. It's, you know, Do you I know for you rocks, know, you have, rock hounding. Yeah. Rock hounding. Yeah. We went to Calico, I think like last year or something. I don't know, but we went out to Calico and it was a great time. I don't we care how to- many episodes I've shown this on. Now I'm going to show you. So these are fossilized stromatolites from Freezomatic. Oh, wow. Wow. That is insane. Like billions of years old. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that is crazy. Quartz cluster here is from him as well. Oh my gosh. Oh. He's a great guy, man. Really yeah. like him. 
Yeah, I, I love. You know, we went out rock hounding. You know, if if you ever get a chance to do that, I would you, love to. Yeah, it is. It is such a blast. Hell of a workout. <laughs> yeah, well, he's on it, dude. He's like hiking ten miles by himself every yeah. day. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. When I went out with him, we uh, and delivering mail. <laughs> yeah, we went out to Calico. We must have hiked, you know, five six miles, and we ended up both carrying like Home Depot buckets full of rocks. Dude, bringing them back is probably crazy. Dude, it was insane. I thought like I packing was, out an animal after hunting. <laughs> yeah, we tried to make like pseudo backpacks. Nothing was working, so we were just dying. It was a great time. That's though. rad, man. I'll have to go with you guys. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Last one comes from Shy Plant Mommy. Shout out to Shy Plant Mommy. She Shout said, out. "What was your first plant ever?" So we're now we're saying any plant, first plant ever. Oh man, jeez. I think, uh, I don't know if you have one there. What is that behind you in the green pot? This guy? To your right? This guy? No, no, other side. Or to my right or your left? Yeah, that guy. That guy. Straight pothos. Uh, Yeah, okay. That was my first. I think that's a lot of people's first plant, right? Yeah, yeah. That was my first one. First plant I had, first plant that I managed to somehow kill. Right. Um, Yeah. Been there. Sure. <laughs> we have a rule in my house that you never have too much pothos and that's because we kill some every once in a while. that's cool that man. was the first plant i remember seeing too uh my mom had one when i was a little kid so when you go like back Charlie. to that time before way before you started collecting did you have an interest in plants did you notice them no not at all okay. um I, I would love to say like you know they they did spark my but i i almost didn't notice them that's why this was so like foreign it's like these were like hiding in plain sight wow. like right in front of me so you had like Never. an awakening yeah it's just like greenery just sitting there and you just you don't even see it and now i see everything yeah. <laughs> i see it all just even on walks i'm like that is insane just trees i never even thought to look at looking at like bark patterns and all this stuff dude it, it's it's wild when you like you know you know open your eyes a little bit more yeah just take a look around uh, especially someone in my type of profession where i'm behind a screen you digital know, 13 hours a day yeah. easy um it's it's eye-opening for sure that's something we've covered a lot here uh got crazy for cactus first brought it up that he quoted somebody that said a lot of people are plant blind and and then those that uh become awake and aware of them like same thing you driving down the street like especially when i started collecting more like you notice an agave in a parking lot, right? Yeah. Or like, yeah. you know, and you're IDing all these things and like, I legit you see stopped. everything now. Yeah. I, I stopped on the side of the road because I saw an agave growing. Yeah. Slamming uh, on your brakes, pulling yeah, over. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? Why? How is it so large? How is it just here? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I, I, I totally get it. It's a, it's an awakening for sure. That's how I was with graffiti as a kid, but now it's plants. Oh, right. <laughs> over. I used to love. I always loved street art. Oh, okay, Plants. for sure. And yeah, Man. there's something special about them. Yeah, it's it's crazy because it's like it's it's hard to put your finger on. And uh, who was talking about it with you? Um, Sunrise was was mentioning it that he had tried to recruit like his friends that like mm-hmm. are into the same stuff as him. Like, Hey guys, check this stuff out. And they're just like, they're, they don't, they don't see it. And yeah. I had the same experience with my friends. I'm like, Oh, my friends like this, this, and this, they'll just like plants too. Right. It's, it's, it's something that like 
triggers in you. There's there's some connection that occurs or doesn't. Um, and for a lot of people, it's it's lifelong once it does. Sure, sure. but then I, hear, I have people like uh, Prickly Punk came on and told me that he, later in life he discovered his love for plants. You know, I said, I said, like, it's right. never too late for someone yeah, to never awaken too late, to that. For sure. Right. I like to gift people plants that don't like plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like this addiction thing. Like, yeah, like, try this on, right? Yeah. <laughs> try this really fast. Yeah. Uh, definitely works the same way. Do you have any house plants? I, do, I, I have uh, one of those pothos right there. That's, mm-hmm. uh, and that's basically it. Um, I don't, I don't really have any others. I, I see people in the community um i see them all over and mm. you know beautiful i just you know i haven't delved into it um it's more work too yeah and it's like added <laughs> yeah. like, i gotta kind of try to turn a blind eye like mm. admire them from afar like you have yeah. some behind you it looks it looks awesome i would love to do that like right here you know i got the lighting and stuff but it's like man that's a whole nother can of worms no i hear you i hear you i actually have a very minimal plant indoor plant collection though i could probably say like you know 30 plants or something like that you know and uh that's not bad and it like spices up the room it makes the room it brings a little vibe to it i I always liked orchids that was my first plant was orchids and um do you have any other plants like uh, any uh, outdoor that you experience oh yeah so uh, my wife and i uh we bought our house here in Riverside like six years ago. There was nothing. Um, now I have a bunch of like aloes in the cool. front yard. Love aloes. Uh, I got a bunch of like barrel type cactus in the ground. Um, some A couple palm trees and stuff and some landscape like agaves in my backyard that I planted. So I've been like tinkering around with like some landscape stuff. Mm-hmm kind of uh, playing in that field with things in ground. Like I know you're very familiar with like the... Uh, uh, Peruvian apple cactus. That was one of the first ones I got from my father-in-law. Dude, I could gift you a stand, honestly, because well, I, he I have a, access a, to a giant stand. Yeah, he gave me a four-foot cutting, and it's like nine feet now, yeah. <laughs> like thirty, like eighteen branches on it. And is I it think- blue at all, like Glaucus? A little bit. They're yeah. underrated. I think they're one of the yeah, most beautiful columnars when they turn blue. Oh my god! And their fruits are insane, yeah, dude. And the flowers, oh. the night blooms. They only yeah. open for one night, and that's yeah. it. And that's it. And that thing shrivels up. The bat signal, huge, dude. Oh my gosh! So yeah, I've really um, been playing around with grounding stuff. Um, so that's been that's been a lot of fun as well. That's cool. I could use some help with that. I, that's like not my landscape's not really my thing, and I really want to redo the front. So anyone listening that wants <laughs> to come help uh, reground some stuff, I would love to have yeah, that. Man, I, I grounded a bunch of stuff, and I've been digging holes and stuff, and just and, oh, you know, for me, it was just like I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna just go after it and put some stuff in ground. So. I went longer than I said I would. I gotta go. I gotta switch to therapy now. <laughs> no worries. Thank man. you so much. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. All Baker good. sucks. You're freaking awesome. I relate to you a lot. Love you, man. Thank you for coming you too, on. Man. Be in touch. All right. If everyone could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit that share button, we would both appreciate that greatly. Baker sucks. Bye. Later, man. Thanks, bro.